What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. All right, what's up guys? Welcome to a new episode and hopefully today I am back in the groove. and that's because i was uh, in front of the markets today instead of uh, just you know passively observing and giving guys an analysis so uh, hopefully i'm again as i said back in the back in sync and <clears throat> if i'm not then well just let me know i'll try to improve and uh, yeah make sure you're listening on 2x speed or 1.5x speed whatever you are comfortable with and yesterday I had said that uh, I'll, I'll, you know, sort of cut back on the stocks that I talk about, and I'll make a separate sort of episode on the stocks altogether. Uh, I'll, I'll still do that. That'll probably be a weekly thing, and which is why I feel that I'll, I'll still mention like a few stocks, just two or three stocks, but I'll also like sort of combine them um, with my, you know, regular my trade segment. So all of the stocks related stuff, you know. stocks in general will be in one segment and it will not be too in depth the in depth one will be every week and uh, yeah you'll also get that basics with care so don't worry about that so <clears throat> just want to mention that and apart from that regular episode uh, order continues so let us get started now so overall the day's view was very similar to what we saw last week and uh, what i mean by that is that very odd movements not a lot of grip in the market again when i say grip i mean uh, you know willingness to just you know take support or face proper resistance it was very loose in the way that it was neither going here nor there and it was just sort of slowly very slowly inching down that is what i mean by loose and that is what i felt the market was like again liquidity was very low the volumes were much lower than what we've seen in fact the last time that we saw volumes this low was quite a while back i'll give you the exact date also uh and again this is more of an index thing but i'll still mention it here the last time we saw such low volumes was on 27th october if i'm not wrong that's probably like the mohura trading day or something so it's it's terrible like uh, it's terrible that way and as far as my watch list is concerned if you're wondering what my watch list looks like check out my twitter at markets with kr it's it's uh, i've i've posted a screenshot of my watch list on there so check that out and the results of the watch list were also very mixed again this is last week's watch list my new one is yet to be made uh, i'll let you guys know once that happens twitter will be the first no probably followed by instagram followed by this episode so make sure you're following me everywhere at markets with kr on twitter at indian markets with kr on instagram and if you're listening to this you already know where uh, you can find the podcast so my new watch list will come soon the old watch list is performing all right uh, <clears throat> nothing too bad nothing too good the stocks that i mentioned yesterday i haven't really checked on them yet uh, but honestly overall the market is just not uh, in the mood in the mood to show us some good picks as such like you know it it is just going either way so i would personally not trust uh, any stock as such for you know a more broader time frame even intraday seems like a bit of a stretch seeing the market that we have at our hands so 
that is what I observed overall. Again, you will see more on the specifics of the indices and the stocks in the respective segments. So let's get started with that. As far as the currency markets are concerned, massive gap up openings today. And this is valid for USD, EUR, GBP and JPY, all pairs like or all INR pairs that I follow. All of them had massive gap up openings, which was very, very interesting to see. Uh, again, Twitter was the first one to know. So follow me on Twitter if you want more live-ish, uh, you know, updates. So massive gap up movements actually took a trade in uh, URINR, but that did not work out so well. And so I was hoping that the gap will be filled. And uh, that was the trend. In fact, we were seeing lower lows and lower highs. And uh, the volumes were also very consistent in favor of the sellers. However, uh, halfway through you know the fall it randomly reversed I'm, I'm saying randomly but i'm sure there's some reason for that so it reversed and then it just uh, made some very nice highs so that was very odd to see i'm wondering if that gap will be filled anytime soon but it's a massive gap trust me look at the chart you'll understand uh, these are the currency futures so jan futures on of all of these currencies just check that out and as a result, I ended up with uh, possibly a 3-4% or so ROI, negative ROI on EURINR. Uh, but that's alright. Uh, you know, this was a risky trade to begin with. I was thinking about keeping the position size slightly lower. But I decided that, hey, <laughs> that way I won't, even, uh, I won't even be able to cover the brokerage if I keep it that low. But so I just went ahead. Uh, but that's alright. That is what it is. So overall, FX market's very choppy today again extremely choppy another thing that i noticed with uh, the currency markets was that the price movements were very fast at least on EURINR. we were seeing 80.19 the next trade was was at 80.2 the next trade was at 80.21 again back to 80.17 it was just going wild that way so i don't know what the reason for that is possibly lower liquidity lower bid ask spreads and all of those things combined might have resulted in this, uh, but you know, terrible market as far as trading as a normal beginner is concerned, because that is what I am in the currency markets. So not a good day as far as FX is concerned, but that's all right. It is a good learning experience. That is what matters, uh, at least at this stage for me. So let's let's move on with the analysis now. Good news as far as the indices is concerned is that Nifty managed to reclaim its 12,250 level. It closed at 12,255. It's up like 10 points, really not that much, but it, it still managed to, you know, retain that level, which is very good. And it sort of also sort of reconfirms our, uh, you know, suspicion, so to say, that it's possibly more comfortable at these levels and this is this is the important part and i'll come to more on that a bit later but the more important part is that the retail players are possibly more comfortable at this level and uh, we'll see whether the market as a whole is comfortable or not once the bigger players come into you know the game so let's wait and watch for that but overall retailers uh, retail players looks like 11250 is is working all right so far it was a very range-bound day, so too early to tell, but 33 advances, 17 declines. Uh, looks like the underlying stocks are supporting that. Also, Tata Motors, Aisha Motors, good moves. Uh, yes Bank, ICICI Bank, not so good moves. Uh, the low, the you know, the losers are not losing by that much, so that's a good sign. And the winners are winning moderately. Modestly, not moderately, but modestly, so that, that's fine. 
that looks like a reasonable setup according to me as far as bank nifty is concerned it closed at 32,354 uh, i believe bank nifty hit its all-time high whereas uh, nifty was facing some all-time high resistance and uh, that is what i saw on the chart again i haven't checked the all-time high figures for it but uh, you know that is what it appeared so bank nifty saw five advances and seven declines and that is reflected on on the you know gain lose uh, status of the index as a whole as well 57 points down compared to nifty which was 10 points up so um and again very similar things as far as that is concerned and uh gainers losers very evenly matched as far as the percentages go so that's 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 all right uh now intraday moves uh were also very similar with nifty and bank nifty obviously there was this sort of slight difference uh where nifty was more stronger in terms of the moves so it was plus 130 at one point then it was minus 130 at the second point and uh nifty was minus plus 28 at one point minus 28 at one point so overall the intensity of movements was more with bank nifty but the the direction was largely similar again they did not close the same but the direction was largely similar now i was expecting a negative day today uh the reason being sgx nifty and a few other global indices were down but that was not the case again nifty closed in the positive which is technically a good sign but it, it is not following the global or at least today that is what i figured now there was a very tough fight between the bulls and the bears and uh that's evident if you look at the intraday movements you will see that it was just fluctuating between a plus close and a minus close very very fast and well the thing is it wasn't fast and i i know it sounds odd it was just moving between the two and it was very volatile it was overall it was going nowhere it was just trying to see whether it's going to close in the green or in the red so that is what i mean by fast and uh, the reason i say that there was a retail involvement is because if you look at the if you look at the volumes you will see that the lowest volumes that we've had uh, were on mohra trading day 27th october i believe is the date the second lowest of uh, this general period was today so clearly the vacation mode is still on and that is why i was saying that this these price levels that we're seeing right now are the price levels that retail investors and retail traders like you and me possibly are uh, you know are you know keeping in mind and this is the level that we are comfortable at however the market is actually moved by the bigger players so it's actually the fi's and uh, you know the institutional investors and such who come in and will give the market a direction so if they feel that the prices are over over you know priced right now so let's say they feel that a more fair price would be 11800 to 900 so eventually the prices will approximately go down to that level because they have so much of power that that's just how they're going to move and that is not something again that is what i believe that is possibly not factually correct or it might be but that is again what i believe and what i have observed so because those uh, you know bigger players are not there the market is lacking a direction now retail traders unless you're extremely big you, we will not be able to sort of steer the direction of the market if we want the prices to go to 12500 then it is not going to happen just because we want it even if we you know get it get into 10 lots of nifty future at uh, you know whatever that is not going to happen however if the bigger players want their you know they <clears throat> it can probably sort of this the likelihood is probably higher so that is again that is what i observed 
and that is what i feel so because that direction is not there i feel we are seeing some less than uh, you know confident and decisive moves um and yeah again that is completely in my opinion i'm not saying that this is a fact or anything uh, just what i've observed in the past because we have really not seen this amount of indecis- indecisiveness in the past unless you're talking about like mura trading which is always you know neither here nor there but this is this is very odd at least for me so that's my opinion on that now as far as the daily charts go for both nifty and bank nifty they are at spinning tops uh, somewhat and it's it's a very odd thing they opened with a gap up and then they sort of went down so that is very similar as far as they're concerned and overall as i said it looks like it's just testing those higher levels and it's it's not sure whether it it wants to continue going up or if it wants to sort of correct for a bit and then go up so purely based on that i am not quite sure where we'll see the markets heading uh, in this coming week or tomorrow so let's i'd rather just you know see where it goes and react to it rather than say that hey by the looks of it this is where it's headed because honestly i just do not know uh it, the rsi is about 60 it sort of slowed down so that might show good momentum but the volumes are still they're, they're quite terrible so <clears throat> that's what i'm seeing on the charts and i'd love to know what you feel now let's move to the stocks now okay so i had trades in glenmark tata steel and uh, urinr two of them failed glenmark and urinr failed tata steel managed to sort of <clears throat> uh you know wear the life vests and sort of repair the boat while uh, it was sinking so as a result uh, i i ended up very close to break even all thanks to tata steel and the big move on tata steel happened towards the very end of the day so i think it, it was after 3 pm is when we actually saw it moving so that was a good sign tata steel exited with uh, a reasonable roi it's probably closer to 10 12% the others uh, lower roi but uh, you know it was obviously in the red so not a good thing uh a few other stocks that i observed tcs lnd reliance and uh, nifty's call so tcs um it was it was giving very mixed signals one candle is all it took to pretty much reverse uh, a half or probably like 60 70% of the gains that it had made on friday and the following candles were trying to consolidate seeing if uh, support is there at that cip level but it wasn't so it just ended up falling further and then it again took support so very odd movements as far as tcs is concerned the next stock is lnt lnt gave a good buy signal to me but i chose not to enter into it because i know how notorious lnt can be it'll give you a buy signal then it'll go down uh, and again it'll give you a buy signal that signal is you know based on my indicator you'll probably get an accurate signal if yours is a more tuned to the stock so lnt it it can give me deceptive signals on my indicator so i held out and uh, turns out it was a good move because it just ended up uh, you know going a bit down and then ending at approximately cost so i would have wasted that capital on lnt that's a good sign reliance industries it's probably uh, you know now that it's kind of filled and filled in that gap it's probably seeing whether it wants to sustain that gap support or if it wants to continue uh, you know going down so that that's that's why it's probably hanging again we saw some brilliant moves for, from reliance in the past so uh you know it's it's all right it it does not have to break records every single day and every single week and now the real important uh, stock that i observed is not a stock it's an option 
but still so if you're not familiar with options it's fine you can just like skip this part uh that's all right so do not try to like confuse yourself at all and if you are familiar with options then great uh my my observation with the option was that i was looking at 12200 call for nifty nifty went up by like probably 10 points and uh the call initially went up by one or two points and afterwards it was just not willing to move so terrible terrible moves as far as the call is concerned and me being the overly curious person i decided to check the theoretical value of the option using the black scrolls calculator again if you are curious or if you don't know what that is do not bother it's basically the theoretical price of an option it does not always mean that that will be the price of the option it's just a theoretical price so it turns out the theoretical price was bang on but the delta figures seem to be higher in the theoretical price i believe the actual delta figures were like closer to 0 0.3 0 0.2 at least based on what i saw and uh, the delta calculated was 0.4 so that i felt was a bit odd because that is not what i saw but the price as such was very accurate again i posted this on twitter live so do check that out and this uh, the call thing is also the lesson for the day so let's move on to that now okay so the lesson for the day the very first lesson uh, is that observe the delta of the option before you get into it and <coughs> sorry for that you do not need to like legit open a open an option calculator and then sit and enter all of those fields you can just uh, eyeball it like you can put the spot and the option side by side and then see where whether it's moving or not and if it is moving then great you can enter into it if it is not moving then you'll probably end up losing money because of the time decay so keep that in mind if you are going long options now the second uh, the second lesson for the day is that exit in time be very aggressive with your exits if uh, you know if you're not like just playing around and experimenting so i had i decided to keep a very tight ish stop loss on uh, on urinr and the reason for that is that you know it i knew that it was probably not going to work because the trade was a bit choppy and the market movements were very choppy so I decided to keep a very tight stop loss and the moment it was hit, I, I I did not, and when I say keeping a stop loss, I'm talking about a mental stop loss, not a hard stop. So the moment the prices were around that level, I saw where it's going and I always have this sort of FOMO at the back of my mind that, hey, what if once I exit it, uh, you know, it goes in the intended direction. But I decided to throw all of those FOMO fears out of the window and I ended up exiting and that's a good thing because I would have lost literally twice the amount of uh, you know the money that I did had I carried on with that position so sometimes you really have to be aggressive with your stop losses and you have to like you know gracefully accept the losses and move on to the next opportunity so uh, keep that in mind and it'll probably help you out and yeah Alright, so that was it for this episode. I hope you found this uh, helpful and informative. Hopefully it was better than yesterday's. Uh, yesterday's was a bit a bit drab, if I do say so myself. And I'll post like three stocks on Twitter right now. Uh, they're stocks that I feel might be good in this coming week. If things go well again, this week is a bit unpredictable, I feel. Let's see these stocks. So those are going to be not my new watch list as such, just like three stocks that I'm going to be looking at. So if, you, if you're curious about that, at Markets with KR, 
and uh, it's fine i i i feel very odd when i say people that hey follow me here follow me there so <laughs> no compulsion to follow me or not follow me uh, you can just like just look at the tweet and then you can close twitter if that's what you prefer but do check that out if you're curious and yeah that that's it for this episode happy trading tomorrow Thank you.